Hey, it's Alana, and you're back for another episode of Black and Yellow. Welcome back, Black and Yellow Nation, to another episode. It's going to be a solo cast today. If you're a return listener, I'm thrilled to have you back with me for another episode. And if you're new, thank you for joining me. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would love to keep connecting with you. And before I kick into today's uh, conversation, I wanted to say rest in power to Michael K. Williams. He was an actor best known for playing Omar Little on The Wire and Chalky on Boardwalk Empire. He has a ton of credits. He was crazy talented. Uh, some of these credits include Inherent Vice, 12 Years a Slave, When They See Us, and most recently, Lovecraft Country. He was mega talented and did a lot for the culture. He touched a lot of people's lives. He told really important stories, and his talent will be sorely missed. So, Once again, rest in power, Michael K. Williams. And with that, let's get to today's conversation. Wildfires, Hurricane Ida, melting glaciers. Oh my goodness, what is happening to the planet? How did we get here and why is this happening? Make it stop. Please make it stop. Can we make it stop? I mean, we've been causing so much trauma to the planet for a while now. Like, have we passed the point of no return? That's a little bit of the inner dialogue that has been playing in my head nonstop as I watch the news coverage of both Hurricane Ida and the wildfires in California last week. And if watching images of Hurricane Ida in action or California burning has got you all kinds of stressed out about the climate crisis that we are in, you are not alone. If you feel deflated because you got your recycle, reduce, reuse, and that doesn't really seem to be doing much to prevent these current catastrophes, I'm right there with you. And so on today's episode, I am talking to an engineer and environmental expert named Don Owens. Owens is going to talk to me about the lesser known but highly destructive environmental culprit that we don't really hear a lot about, why the environmental crisis is not all doom and gloom, and what we can do to safeguard our environment and quality of life for years to come. But first, let's put our money where our mouth is, shall we? This is the small business portion of the show where I like to encourage you, dear listeners, to diversify your dollars. I know that the BLM protests of last year are long gone, but a way that you can engage in everyday protest is with your money. It's called economic protest, or you can also call it wallet activism, whatever floats your boat. But this is the part of the show where I like to spotlight two businesses, one Black-owned business and one Asian-owned business that you can shop at for everyday needs that uh, gives money to either female-owned businesses, Black or Asian-owned businesses, and not the big, massive corporations that, since we're talking about the environment today, also put a major... uh, environmental footprint and stamp on the world as we are getting our packages uh, in less than 24 hours. I'm talking to you, Amazon. So with that, uh, the first company that I'm going to talk about, our Black-owned company, is called We The People. That's We, O-U-I, as in the French, We. When's the last time you thought about the environmental impact of your razor? I'm going to tell on myself here, 
I've never thought about that, but that has changed with my recent discovery of We the People and their innovative and sustainable approach to shaving. With We the People say goodbye to single-use plastic razors and other shaving accessories that fill our landfills and say hey to their rose gold sensitive skin razor that comes with 10 blades and no guilt. If you are prone to ingrowns like I am, We can help you out with that. It's got a single-use razor and it's really gentle on skin. You also don't have to do any of that like pull, press when you're trying to get into those hard to reach areas and no more that annoying like reshaving because you didn't get the area right the first time. With we shaving, if you choose to shave, shaving doesn't have to suck, it doesn't have to irritate your skin, and it doesn't have to harm the environment. Check out wethepeople.com for more info. And for my Asian-owned business, I went with a business called Hathaway. That's H-A-T-H-O-R-W-A-Y. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of Virgo Libra friends, which means that throughout the months of September and October, I feel like I am buying birthday gifts left and right. And I always try and find cool new brands to shop with to ensure that my gifts are unique. And I try to shop at Black and Asian-owned businesses because I'm just trying to diversify my dollar. You know what I'm saying? So I came across Hathaway, which is a sustainably made luxury jewelry company with affordable pieces. Everything is very, very affordable. And the pieces are all crafted from upcycled buffalo horns. I know, super cool. Owner Jessica Fan makes her jewelry by hand and donates 10% of its profits to organizations that empower women. So whether you need a great gift for a friend in the upcoming birthday holiday season, which is looming there in the distance, or you just want to treat yourself to something nice after a hard week's work, check out Hathaway for modern ethical jewelry. I'll drop links to these businesses in the show notes. And let's kick into today's interview. It's a good one. Don Owens is an engineer, lawyer, and entrepreneur who specializes in hydrogen energy technologies. Don has spent over a decade creating customized hydrogen solutions to reduce our carbon emissions. He has a new book out called Burn Fuel Better, From Helpless to Hopeful in the Race Against Climate Change. A thought leader educating the masses about the dangers of black carbon, Don Owens sheds light on lesser-known culprits affecting our environment and quality of life, as well as providing practical solutions for preserving our planet and improving our quality of life in the future. Don Owens, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the Black and Yellow podcast. Thank you, Alana. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. Uh, This conversation, I have a feeling, is going to be a good one. It's a very timely and necessary conversation uh, if we hope to save this beautiful planet of ours. But let's start out by having you tell our audience a little bit more about the work that you do. Okay, well, uh, I am going to do that. But the first thing I want your audience to know and to know in their hearts, it's going to be the thing I'm going to say over and over and over again. By the time I'm finished, they're going to be, it's going to be said ad ad nauseum or whatever they call it. (laughs) But black carbon is the enemy of the planet. That's what I want everyone to know. That's what I want them to carry away from this conversation. Black carbon is the enemy of the planet. I'm going to tell you what black carbon is, but 
you must know that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. And in a nutshell, what it does is it coats the glaciers, it causes them to melt, and coating glaciers and causing the glaciers to melt is the, not one of the, but the cause for climate change. So anything anybody else says that uh, that is not stopping us from coating the glaciers with black carbon, it's, it's not going to be a solution. But I want everyone to know that here's this voice, hear my voice, and to spread this word that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. Well, let's get into the, the conversation about black carbon because you're really leading the charge in talking about the dangers of it. And I know for a lot of listeners, myself included, I had not heard of black carbon until I came across your work. It's right. a lesser known culprit of climate change, yet it's still one that you believe plays a substantial role in the deterioration of our climate and our quality of life. Mm-hmm. How does it affect our day-to-day life and how could we benefit from eliminating it? Okay, that's a very good question because I, I and I and I hope I don't get into too much detail about how I found out about this, because no one knows this. I didn't know this either. I've been uh, doing research on uh, on another totally different project in terms of uh, trying to save fuel and uh, reduce fuel usage uh, for diesel engines, and I ran across uh, something in the process of testing that uh, we reduced a certain type of emission. But it, was, it wasn't until years later that I found out that it was black carbon, and black carbon is the culprit. Now, and, and, uh, and I hope I'm, I don't skip around too much, but, but I want to reiterate uh, what black carbon is, is unburned fuel. And it's a process of uh, no matter what we do, uh, we're going to burn fuel. Uh, we, we just can't help it. We're human beings. We're going to burn it. We're going to burn it in cars. We're going to burn it at power plants. We're going to burn it at coal plants. We're, gonna, we're just going to burn it. We're going to burn it because we had to produce electricity for cell phones and for data centers and for hospitals. No matter what we do, we're going to burn fuel. But whenever we burn fuel, we produce black carbon. Black carbon is the unburned element or the unburned portion of fuel because it turns out that no matter what we do and no matter how we burn it, we can't burn 100% of it. And because we can't burn 100% of it, it produces black carbon. Now, people say there's all kinds of things that's causing climate change, but there is nothing like melting glaciers. Melting glaciers, when we don't have ice that reflects sun, sunlight and heat, they melt. And when they melt, all of a sudden our ocean currents change, our weather patterns change, everything changes. So there is no number one other than black carbon. Anybody that tells you CO2 is the culprit, they don't know what they're talking about. Now, it's nice. I mean, and I, and I don't want to put anybody down that has uh, other uh, opinions about it, but CO2 does not cause the glaciers to melt. Mm. CO2 may cause a little bit more heat in the, in the atmosphere, and that's what people think, and I believe that might be correct, but black carbon is 1,500 times worse than CO2. Now, mm. please note, I didn't say one or two times worse. I said 1,500 times worse, and, and fortunately for me, I didn't make that up. You know, it wasn't a Donald Owens statement. Hey, I went out and found out that I did some research. No, 
scientists all over the world know that black carbon is 1500 times worse than co2 i read it in an article that's how i found out about it and so that's how i know and why i know that it is the culprit not one of these but the culprit because every scientist that has heard of black carbon knows that what it does is gets in the air falls to the surface it coats the glaciers it coats everything else too but it coats the glaciers causing them to uh, 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 absorb light and heat instead of reflecting light and heat. And when they absorb light and heat, they melt, period. And unless we stop the melting, we cannot stop climate change. So we have to do something that's going to prevent or, or, or curtail the rapid uh, melting of our glaciers and ice, and ice shelves. I could not agree with you more. And I actually want to zoom out just a little bit because I don't think I'm surprising you or anyone when I say this. We're in a full-blown climate crisis, whether it's the wildfires burning in California, whether it's Hurricane Ida. I know that many of us are scared for the future of our planet and the future of quality of life for generations after us. And this might be a bit of a broad question, but Don, how did we get here? And can we realistically solve this climate chaos problem? Yes. How did we get here? That is a very, very, very good question because we didn't get here purposefully. We didn't try. We haven't been, uh, since humans have been in existence, we haven't been trying to create a, a, a climate disaster. We've just been living as human beings. But what happens is that we do things to make us comfortable. And the things that make us comfortable, I mean, and, and we, you know, and we, we can't blame it. You know, we have health issues. We got to go to the hospital. We got to get around. We got to travel. We got we to do a lot of things. But in the process of doing those things over the decades of us doing it, we have been producing black carbon. Now, it didn't start last year. It didn't start 10 years ago when we started realizing that we have a climate change issue. It's been going on ever since the Industrial Revolution or the Industrial Age, I should say, because we produce energy. We produce energy for our needs. We produce energy so we can fly. We can take vacations. We can, we don't, and we don't, it's nothing that we're trying to do to, to purposely harm the planet. But this has been going on for a long, long time. So, uh, so we're here now. Now, the beauty and uh, the beauty about what we have developed, and and uh, uh, and I'm hopeful uh, that other people will develop similar uh, uh, technologies like we have developed because it's it's critical. But what we've developed is a way that we can reduce or make the fuel burn better. And when we make the fuel burn better, the fuel that we are going to use, it's not fuel that we are going to stop using. You know, we can cut back. We can cut back on certain things. But when it's hot outside, we got to have the air conditioner on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting right now yes. in the air conditioning room right now. And it's, it's hot. It will be hot later. And I can choose to sit in a hot room or a cool room. And I'm going to choose to sit in a cool room because it's more comfortable. I mean, it's, it's and I, 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 I wish I could sit in a hot room, but I just can't. And I won't. Right. And, and people won't. No one will. Right. But at the same time, uh, we just have to be aware that it's a possibility we can burn our fuel better. And when we burn our fuel better, we can produce less 
black carbon. One of the things that our uh, technology did when I found out accidentally in the lab, uh, when I was trying <laughs> to find out certain things, is that we reduced black carbon by 50% on this particular diesel engine that we use. And uh, I didn't even know what black carbon was. I didn't know. In fact, the, the technician told me there was some kind of a particulate matter thing. And I said, well, what's that? And that's when I discovered all these different things. But we have to uh, have to uh, reduce black carbon. now, And we got here honestly. We didn't get here uh, trying to be uh, uh, destroyers of the planet. We got here just being human beings that, that enjoy the fact that we live here and we can get on a boat and we can get on a plane and we can go to an island and we can sit back at a, at a resort and drink tea. But all those things that we do when we produce the ice for the tea, all of it is producing black carbon. So uh, we're not going to be able to stop that. So anybody that thinks we can stop burning fuel, they're just out of their minds. Uh, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But uh, uh, but we can do what we can do to try to curtail it. And, uh, and with technologies like mine and also technologies that others have and others that are coming up with to reduce the amount of uh, black carbon that's being produced, we have a shot, just a shot, because it's still a huge, huge, huge beyond. It's a massive undertaking. But human beings can do a lot when human beings know who to fight. And we now have to know that our fight is with black carbon. It's like the aliens that we've seen in movies uh, when they attack Earth. And when they attack Earth, we all get together and, 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 and uh, come up with some solutions. That's what we have to do as a human society. We all have to get it in our brains that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. And once we do do that, there are things that we're going to be able to come up with and to, to help to solve it. I really appreciate your your uh, realistic hopefulness because I think there are a lot of us that feel like this is a hopeless problem and none of us can do anything about it. And I really think the work that you're doing is interesting and is inspiring the younger generation to know that, A, it's not all a wash and doom and gloom. We can turn this around, but there's going to be a lot of work that we've got to do in order to uh, to get right. there. Yes, and so I want to ask, for many of us who are climate conscious, mm -hmm. there are certain messages that we continuously receive about how to protect our planet, and they don't necessarily feel like they match the direness of this moment. Messages like recycle cans and bottles, eliminate plastic usage as much as possible, eliminate fossil fuels, reduce emissions, don't waste water, don't waste electricity, so on and so forth. And while all of that is good to do, it doesn't feel like those messages are progressive enough for the urgency of this moment. Yes. What do you think is missing from the overall message that could make us um, have better strides towards making bigger, smarter choices to save our planet? You're absolutely right now. Uh, and, and again, uh, I hope this doesn't sound like a drumbeat, but everybody needs to know black carbon is the enemy of the planet. Now, all those things that you mentioned, I do all of them. And I feel like uh, I, I still feel like it's helpless, but I can't help it. You know, uh, I can't I can't help but throw a can into the right place. So we're going to have to do those things because those things do help. But like you said, it has nothing to do with the rapid rise or the rapid uh, 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 
drive that we're heading toward in terms of climate change, because if it doesn't do something to stop the glaciers from melting, it's not doing anything. And even the recycling efforts that we have causes electricity to be used. You know, when you crush those cans and mm-hmm. cut up those bottles and re, 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 uh, reposition them to do other things, it's electricity, it's power, it's, we're using power to do it. So all of that power is still causing the glaciers to melt. So uh, no matter what we do, and again, I don't want to, and I still don't want to, to sound hopeless, but at the same time, uh, those things that we do, they can help because we, if we indeed, I mean, we produce, I forgot how many billions of tons of plastic every year and, and 300 million of it uh, goes into the ocean as waste. If we can stop some of that, we can help to, 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 to stop destroying the planet. But all the recycling efforts that we are doing now still results in black carbon being produced. So, uh, so what we need to know as a society is number one, black carbon is the enemy of the planet. It coats the glaciers. It causes them to absorb light instead of reflect light, and they melt. And uh, I was looking at a, a at a TV show last night. It was a movie where I think it was Lost in Space or something. And somebody they got stranded on this out on this planet. And it was all this ice. It was just nothing but ice, uh, nothing but ice and snow. And as I looked at it, I saw to myself, wow, that's the way ice and snow supposed to look. It's white. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's reflective. You know, it, you know it's, it's exactly the way it's supposed to look. But when we look at our glaciers. blackness going in it. Yes, it, it's a, and none of that stuff, because apparently they hadn't gotten to the fact that their society was created. <laughs> this was a new planet, right? Yeah. So, uh, but it was just as white as it should be, and it reflects sun. But when we look at our, our glaciers, we see black soot. We see it coating the glaciers. It's not white. It's not reflective. So we need to know, and we need. We all need to understand that that is not one of the. It is not. It is the. It is the cause. When we melt our glaciers, our our weather patterns have to change. Places that used to be cold are not cold anymore. Uh, a place that used to have water doesn't have water anymore. I mean, it changes the climate. So we have to slow that process down. And eventually, if it if we don't do something about the melting of it, it will end up causing a sea level rise. You know, and uh, sea level rise can eliminate places like New York and mm-hmm. Miami and all these southern states and all of these places that are on the go- on the oceans and and on the Gulf and on the Pacific. We're talking about serious serious problems if we don't stop our glaciers from melting. So, what does it mean? It means black carbon is the enemy of the planet. It causes our glaciers to melt. And until we stop that or slow it down, we are going to have a tough fight to try to fight climate change. I don't care how many bottles you throw in the, in the, in the recycle bin. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many, because I, but I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. I, I, I promise you, I must, because I, I just feel like I have to. But it's bottles that are going to be collected, maybe crushed, by systems that uh, will produce black carbon. And so, uh, so we have to stop it. 
Yeah, 100%. I, I'm really happy that you said that last bit about, yeah, recycling cans and bottles might not do much, but I'm still going to do it. Because I there's so many times where I will throw a can or bottle into a recycling bin, and I'm like, this is not going to prevent another hurricane, Ida. This is oh not going God. to get the wildfires to stop burning. But I can't not do it because to yeah. not do it then feels like then it then it feels like I am a culprit right. along with black carbon. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, let's talk about something that you have put out into the world to help this problem because mm-hmm. you have a new book out. It's called Burn Fuel Better from Helpless to Hopeful in the Race Against Climate Change. What made you want to write this book and who is this book for? This book, uh, I answer the first question first. Uh, what made me write it? I had no idea on March, I think it was March the 7th, 2021, that I was going to even write a book. Oh. Uh, uh, I, I had no idea about a book. Uh, this wasn't in the, fr- in the front of my mind, back of my mind, anywhere in my mind. But it turns out on uh, about a week before that, I discovered black carbon and I discovered not only black carbon, but I kind of heard of it. I'd always heard of it, but I had to put together a speech, uh, a three minute talk about my technology. And in the process, over 12 years, there was so many things flying around in my head and I didn't know what I was going to say, how I was going to organize it. But (laughs) as I start pulling those key factors out, black carbon came up and and it dawned on me when we reduce particulate matter by 50 percent, we also reduce black carbon by 50 percent. And so when when black carbon was being reduced, it dawned on me that, hey, we can save the planet. Now, that is such a crazy thing to conclude because it's not normal, normally something you can say. But what happened was when it when I realized it. I accidentally met some people a few days later uh, that uh, a friend of mine wanted me to meet. I had no idea they were in the book publishing business, but I said to them, uh, I told them what I asked, and they just happened to ask, well, Don, what do you do? And it just so happened that two days later, I found out we can save the planet. And I told them, we can save the planet. I am in the process of saving the planet because I've discovered blah, 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 blah about black carbon and, and how it's the culprit, how it's the main thing that's causing climate change. And we need to freaking know about it. And she said to me that night, hey, you need to write a book. I said, write a book. I don't have time to write a book. Who's got time to write a book? And she said, no, you must write a book. I said, well, look, I, 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 I can't do that. Uh, uh, but she said, well, what I'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll interview you. I'll do extensive interviews on with you and we'll extract everything out that you have inside and we will organize it and we'll, we'll help, we'll help you write it with ghostwriters. I said, well, oh, that make, that kind of makes sense. Uh, I said, well, I might be able to do that. And uh, she said, and then she said, this was a killer. She said, and we can do it in 90 days. I said, what? You can do it in 90 days? I said, well, that's 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 pretty good. So March the 10th, we had an agreement. Now, July and the end of July, we had a book. And that's where that's where Burn Fuel Better came from. And wow. uh, if you wanted to get the book, it's at burnfuelbetter.com. And uh, you can in fact, there's a free report on that website that talks about the five different things that we are doing to destroy the climate. So you can download that free report. But you can also buy the book there. But that's how the book came about. 
And I will totally drop a link to that in show notes for anyone who is interested in reading up on Black Carbon. It's a great book. It's a really important read. I promise you it will leave you feeling hopeful and not helpless. Mark my words. But I also really love the urgency of what of the story that you just told. I think uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates talks about the urgency of the message that we're writing in within these days, mm-hmm. where now if we have a message to put out into the world, it has to be put out there quickly. Yes. No longer are the days of like, hmm, I have this idea. Let right. me like sit on it for six months mm-hmm. and like flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Now everything is urgent. We've got to get the message out right. ASAP if we're going to turn this right. thing around. Right. So kudos to you and your team, that awesome team behind you who got to work and did this in 90 days. Hats off to them. Thank you. Yeah. In fact, I just put it in a plug for them, Beverly Hills Publishing. This is a quick little plug for the my book publishing. I will yeah. also drop a link in show notes there because I feel like Beverly Hills Publisher needs a shout out. I mean, they're yeah. they're clearly yeah. doing the quick and yeah. rapid work of getting important messages out there. So mm-hmm. Beverly yeah. Hills Publishing, shout out to you. Thank you for helping us to save the planet. Uh, talking about the climate crisis can always feel like doom and gloom. But yeah. again, I really appreciate the hopefulness of your book. So let's leave this conversation on a hopeful note, mm-hmm. shall we? Starting mm-hmm. right now. For anyone who's listening in this very moment, in the current climate catastrophe that we are in right now, what can we do to, how can we protect our planet? What can Mm -hmm. we do to protect our planet for the next generation? Give us the homework. Okay. All right. The homework is education, knowledge. We have to know. We have to know who the enemy is. And that's why I will say over and over and over and over and over again, Black Karma is Black carbon is the enemy of the planet. But I'm the only one that knows that. Hopefully you know now know that. Hopefully all of your listeners now know that. Because once we know that, we can start collectively thinking about things we can do. Now, we have a technology right now that can uh, address uh, a lot of these things. But it's still going to take some some it's, it's thousands of applications. Like, for example, when you talk about uh, the container ships, uh, the helicopters, mm-hmm. the airplanes, they all produce black carbon. But what our technology that we don't have a, a technology, we have a technology that fits all of it, but one one device doesn't fit all. So uh, so the, the device that we have for a container ship will be totally different from the device that someone has for a uh, motorcycle in India or for a bus or for, so the technology is the same, but the actual device and the, and the, what the unit looks like is different and it has to be engineered for that. So right now, the most important thing that us as human beings can know is that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. And if I keep saying it over and over and over again, it's for a reason, because I need everyone to know that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. One thing about human beings, we do everything and anything. I mean, our our capacity to do things is totally unlimited. Mm-hmm. It is it is as big as the, as the universe. We have all of that stuff inside of us, as big as the universe and what we can do. But once we decide what to do, and if we all know that black carbon is the enemy of the planet, and we start getting that message out, that's what we can do right now. We can get the message out that black carbon is the enemy of the planet because it coats the glaciers. 
And that's what we have to know. It coats the glaciers. And as long as the glaciers are being coated with this bicarbon, they will melt. Period. They will melt. And so, but most people don't know that. The most people don't know that black carbon coats the glaciers and causes them to melt. But that's in the book, too. In fact, I think it's on page 11. I have a, a little QR code that you can scan with your computer and you can look to see the black carbon and you can look to see how it how it affects the glaciers and you can look to see how those those white snow drifts are not white anymore there's coated i mean this it's just unbelievably it's unbelievable what's happening with the glaciers and with the ice and uh, uh so that's what we all need to know we need to know internally that that is the problem it's not one of the problems it is the problem you know people talk about electric vehicles being a solution no it's not it is gonna we're gonna create more black carbon just creating electric vehicles sure just recreate just creating wind power Mm -hmm. just creating it we're gonna be making black carbon we're going to be making black carbon, doing increasing our infrastructure. We make black carbon doing everything. And anything we do, we need to know that we're making black carbon. And as long as we're making black carbon and not doing anything to curtail its, its production, we are causing the glaciers to melt faster and faster and faster. And as long as those glaciers are going to melt, we have no shot. But now, because we can indeed slow down black carbon, because we have the technology to do it, now we want everybody's brains, their their abilities, their their thoughtfulness, their the things that they think about internally for them to, to, to solve problems. We want them all to start looking at this as a problem. Because if they do, we can come up with solutions. People come up with unbelievable... I mean, we sent freaking probes to the doggone uh, Saturn to take pictures. And, 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 and in the process, we sent the probe up, shot it up, have a slingshot around another planet. What the heck? I mean, we can, <laughs> we can do, <laughs> we that. do all kinds of stuff, all right? <laughs> we can do anything, you know? Yes. So, so black carbon is the enemy of the planet, and that's what everybody needs to know, and that's what everybody needs to spread. So that uh, so that every everyone else on the planet can know, so we can start solving. It. Yeah, right now, human ingenuity. Human ingenuity is a really remarkable thing. And I think yeah. when we're talking about climate change, it's very easy to get depressed. But I think what we should be doing is getting active. Yep. And I think that your work is definitely leading the charge. And full disclosure to any of our listeners, this is my second interview with Don. And it's funny, the, at the top of the interview, both last time and this time, it was like, oh, God, climate change, doom and gloom, sad. And always by the end, I feel like I have like a superhero cape on and I'm ready to save the planet. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for the hopefulness, for the inspiration, and for the straight-up knowledge that black carbon is the enemy of the planet. If we can curb black carbon, we can save this planet. We can turn it around. It is absolutely possible. And finally, Don Owens, you are doing fantastic work. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Where can my listeners read the book? How can they keep up with you? I want all the plugs for all the environmental defenders listening. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the the first and foremost is uh, 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 Uh That's the website for the book. That's the website also for the free download for the uh, climate change report. 
And uh, I'm on Instagram. I, I wish I could tell you what my Instagram name I will is. drop links in show notes. Right? <laughs> I'm on Twitter, I think. And I'm on, uh, what's that other one? <laughs> yeah. TikTok, Facebook, Twitch. Well, we'll we'll put all of yeah. the we'll okay. put all of your social media handles in the okay. show notes. Not okay. to fear, you have much bigger things <laughs> to keep in mind. Yeah. Mainly, how do we get a handle on on right. black carbon? Right. And it's the enemy of the planet. And let's right. just spread that word. Don yeah. Owens, thank you so much again for being here and for taking the time to talk to me and my audience today. It was a true treasure and treat. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Alana. I really truly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. If you liked what you heard, reach out at Black and Yellow Podcast on Gmail or at Black and Yellow Podcast on Instagram. Or if you want to reach out to me via email and you want to tell me your deepest, darkest secrets, podcast black and yellow at gmail.com. I will be back next week with another great episode. Take it easy, guys. And don't forget, Black Carbon is the enemy. Bye, guys. Hey, thank you, Alana. That was very nice. <laughs>